Yes, sir. Time to get to work. Jerk of all trades podcast. Bray, let that beat ride. Love this song. Beautiful. Fucking love it, man. Beautiful. What we'll up, Bray? We'll pretend that the music is actually uh, playing as we're hearing the this. The music is playing. This is the Jerk of all trades podcast. Episode Welcome three. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's what, me uh, and Ray. Eddie the Jerk. Ray the Jerk in the house. What, uh, what, tell them what we have lined up for him this week, man. Oh, man, we got, we got a lot of stuff lined up for you this week. Going to talk about a little bit of UFC. Going to talk about a little WrestleMania 33. Uh, Going to talk about a little stuff in the news. We got uh, some interesting articles, some news events that are going current on. Current events, Current as events. They call them. You know, we got to stay current up in this bad boy. Absolutely. I'm calling this one the variety hour for us. So, you know what? We're going we're gonna to hit them. A little bit of everything. We're going to talk about them. A little bit of everything. We're going to move on, so. Yes, I. you know what? You know, our very first podcast was about uh, WrestleMania. Yes, yes it was. And I don't mean to brag or anything, but uh, your boy Eddie the Jerk killed it on the picks. The champ is here. Eddie the Jerk and new. WrestleMania pick champion. So give them a little Thank bit of background you. Thank and, you. and tell them what the, the history of that is because they don't know. They don't know. Tell, tell them I, what's I, got, up. I got the applause going in my mind here. Um, oh. Every year we do the picks with our friends for WrestleMania. How long have we done that for now, do you think? A long, long time. Longer, well, in episode <laughs> 15 one, years, maybe? In episode one, you thought we were only friends for like uh, three years. I so. believe we started WrestleMania 20. X7. So it's I, it's I been uh, it's been quite a number of years, but it, it it's a gauntlet of picks. It's a tough, stiff competition. Absolutely. And usually, uh, you know, I'm towards the top, but I hardly ever win these days anymore. Uh, but uh, this year, man, I was able to come through. Pulled it out. Uh, I, I was the points winner. I wasn't the picks winner, which I was a little upset about. Oh, I you want, were the points winner. Yeah, I wanted to be double champ. That's the bunk title. I was, go, I was, you know, I kind of teased this in the last episode, a little celebration. You know, this is my little celebration for WrestleMania. I felt good about it. So uh, tell, tell them the difference between the uh, the points and the picks and how that well, goes. Well, you would know more about the points. The picks is just straight up picks. Right. Who's 13 gonna, matches. Who's going to Whoever win? gets closest to 13 is the winner of the picks. Uh, shout out to Justin for winning the. Which picks. you did. You did not win that one. I had. No, I had I did the not. Uh, the picks title last year, and uh, the the points title is basically um, so you get points for whoever wins, and then there are different like criteria, like you know it can be something silly, like you know is this particular wrestler going to wear a t shirt, you know, while he wrestles? Uh, well, or the Brock Lesnar is, match lasts more than five minutes, <laughs> right? Is the which ma- we all had a great time, right. like I, uh, counting it down. Four minutes and thirty seconds. Fuck. Um, so it's silly Damn stuff. It, Goldberg. It's interesting fuck, stuff, man? and then you add it up at the end and see who has the most points, and then uh, they are the victor. So we have two different uh, little uh, crappy championship title belts you could buy at Walmart uh, that represent those they're actually pretty nice now they're actually they're I'm quite digging, a bit i'm digging it man i know i'm pretty upset i had that i had the wwe one uh sitting upstairs and now you were the points champ uh last year last year i was the picks champion oh damn which is the the current wwe title okay and so yeah it's gone there's a void where it used to be and so i'm pretty upset damn, so man. i'm coming for it next year all right so let's get to wrestlemania here um do you want to go match by match Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Read off the match. You can uh, talk. You know, right. just be- yeah. briefly who won. Uh, and we then... we had a WrestleMania party, so Eddie the Jerk doesn't remember all these very well. We were a little. We were a little intoxicated. Our and, friend uh, had made wapatui, and so it hit pretty hard. That fruit was no joke. All right. The first match on Wikipedia was Neville versus Austin Aries. Neville, the champion, got the victory there. 
So I, I think we both accurately predicted this one. I I believe so. Um, I have to say that this was actually one of my favorite matches of the whole show. I didn't see this one. Uh, it was actually uh, pretty good. Um, I like both guys quite a bit. I really am a big fan of Austin Aries. And I was nice. It was a cruiserweight match, obviously high spots and such. But there was actually some psychology and some stuff that uh, went, uh, went back with their uh, – um, Austin Aries was out with an eye socket injury, so they kind of played to that in the match. And so I really like that when uh, you get a little uh, actual psychology in the uh, cruiserweight match. So I like this match quite a bit. Check that one out. It was a good one. 15 minutes and 40 seconds. So, you know, there's some good wrestling there. Um, Second match Mojo Rawley won by last eliminating Jinder Mahal. 33 man battle. 33 man battle. I did not realize there were so so many. 33 guys were in the ring at one time. Uh, I don't think they. Because yeah, Royal, Royal Rumble yeah. is where they count them down. Wow, they, they I did in. not realize there Battle was Battle Royal is just your standard, like, everybody just right. in there. Right, throw, throw them over the top rope. Yeah, uh, Gronk, Rob Gronkowski, New England no Patriots. One, no one knew who he was when I was watching. I am not a sports I fan. I wish I would have been able to see that. Um yeah, the fan the fans didn't pop like they probably had hoped. Um, I did not. I definitely did not guess Mojo Raleigh. He was I not in my <laughs> final four picks. Fucking uh, Braun Strowman, what the fuck, son? Yeah, so uh, I definitely yeah. didn't did not guess him, and I am not a huge fan. So swerve. Yeah. All right. So yeah, screw that match. Uh, third pick, or I don't know why it says three P on here, but whatever. Dean Ambrose. This is a match I did get to see. Dean Ambrose versus uh Baron Corbin. I got to pick this one on the fly. Got it right. Did you? Yeah. I picked Baron Corbin, but I wrote Ambrose on my paper. <laughs> so, so you got the That's points. how that one went. Yeah. I had picked Baron Corbin, and Ambrose won. And this was a pretty disappointing match, in my opinion. Not a whole hell of a lot going on. This was right at the end of the pre-show, and I kind of feel like they probably got the time cut on this match because it was... Not what you would oh, have anticipated yeah. that either Good one of call. these guys wanted to have as their certainly. WrestleMania match. So yeah, it was short. One of the shorter ones on here for sure. Nothing, nothing that seconds. really stood out. Wasn't uh, definitely wasn't something I would uh, be itching to go back and watch. So yeah, intercontinental match. Uh, but speaking of sticking out, this next match stuck out significantly in my opinion. AJ Styles defeating Shane McMahon. 20 minutes and 35 seconds of a fantastic match for us. Absolutely. How old is Shane McMahon? Uh, 40-something, 50-something? No, I don't think he's 50 yet. He's probably in his mid to late 40s. Shane McMahon going to work with AJ Styles. Great match, man. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to fucking Shane McMahon. Shout out to AJ Styles. And shout out to AJ. Both of them. I will say one thing that I really liked about this is that Shane didn't just simply rely on jumping off of some giant apparatus. It wasn't about just one big spot. And I thought that this match was as good as it possibly could have been. It was as good as it got. For there was no, I mean, honestly, I Shane probably never had a better match except for maybe against angle. This might've been better. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't watched it again, but uh, Shane's had some good ones. He's at X-Pac. The yeah, Xbox match yeah. was good. I enjoyed that one. Um, but whatever. Let's the biggest, uh, real, real quick, one thing I want to say on that. The biggest thing is, is uh, I think the thing that holds that together is AJ Styles, man. Uh, AJ Styles can basically, he is like the Ric Flair of this generation. He can basically have an amazing match with anyone. And if you look at everyone's best matches, they always happen to be against AJ Styles. And that's because... Honestly, he's the best worker in the business right now. He's not selfish. Yeah. 
So he will make anybody look amazing. Everything he does is awesome. So love AJ Styles. Best match of the card by probably a wide margin. Yeah, enjoyed it very much. Yes. Next match was Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. Uh, Kevin Owens winning the United States title. Predictable. Predictable. Not a bad match. Jericho losing at WrestleMania yet again. Yeah. You know what? That's what Jericho does. I like the match. It was good. Um, Unfortunately, there was just so many other big matches that this kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit, and it was disappointing. It was hard to follow that Shane and AJ match. Yes. It was, was, uh, you know, this is a tough WrestleMania to lay out. How do you lay this out and um, not, you know. This might have been a good spot for the Divas. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, but then, you know, later in the show, you know, you don't have anything to split up the major. So towards the end there. But yeah, I liked the match. It was it was it good. was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, the next match was Bailey defeating Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax, who got thrown in there after the podcast was recorded. Uh, yeah. yeah. But neither did. of us were picking her anyways. No, she was my first out, and she was in fact the first out. So yeah, uh, yeah. Shit, man. What was your What was your take on this match? My take on this match is pretty simple. I think it's probably the same as your take on this match. It was the Charlotte Flair show. Charlotte is absolutely amazing, and uh, she's she definitely... She got the biggest entrance. She's the she big... She got the biggest spots. She got fucking everything. Which I will say is actually kind of bizarre But she didn't get the victory. Bailey is the champion. Why does Bailey not come out last? Um, because she's Bailey, you know? She's, yeah, that was weird. She's the under... And the she underdog. ended up winning, too. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought that was a bit odd um, that they didn't play into the Sasha Banks uh, and her angle in this match. It uh, wasn't a bad match. It was a decent match. I don't think it was as good as last year's women's match, but it was uh, it was all right. Yeah, it, uh, like I said, man, it was all about Charlotte Flair here. Um, let's see. Uh, Hardy Boys. <laughs> Fatal 4-Way, which uh, we all thought the New Day was getting in there. For I a thought second. that they did that in a very interesting way. You thought the New Day was going to enter, you know, I thought put themselves in into the match. And I thought it was a great way to bring the Hardy Boys in. Probably the biggest pop of WrestleMania this year. Yeah, Hardy um, Boys defeating Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Cesaro and Sheamus, and Enzo and Big Cass. I think everybody changed their pick once the Hardys came out. Right. There was no way you were betting against yeah, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, no, that was a no-brainer. That was the biggest no-brainer of the night. Uh, especially in a ladder match, which makes you it, it like ties everything together. Like we were all wondering, like, why is this a ladder match? Right. <laughs> makes makes sense. And then all of a sudden the Hardy boys come out. So there you go. I thought it was a good match, too. I will say that I thought that ladder matches can be tough and a little too spot heavy. And I thought they did a good job of mixing that up and letting everybody get their stuff in and. I liked the match, and it made sense that the Hardy Boys won, and I thought this, it was a good match. This One, was the match the Wapatui was starting to kick my ass a little yeah. bit. So, uh, But I do remember a little bit about it, and it wasn't bad. certainly wasn't bad. Um, Truth be told, I've gone back and watched this WrestleMania after that, which was helpful so I can kind of yeah. give a little bit different perspective because Doing I watched it. Doing it for the it. podcast, right? Doing it for the podcast. Correct. Correct the mundo. <laughs> All right, uh, next match, John Cena and Nikki Bella defeating The Miz and Maurice. The no-brainer pick of the night, you know, John Absolutely. Cena. There was no way The Miz was going over in this match. Yeah, you know, not much to say about this. You got anything to say about this one? Um, you know what? I think that um, this was actually interesting for me because I heard about this match many months ago, and I think when I first heard about it, I definitely wasn't happy that that was how Cena was being used at WrestleMania. But I think in the end, this actually 
ended up being a very good spot for John Cena, not being in one of those major matches. The rumors were that initially he was set to face The Undertaker at this year's WrestleMania, and then Vince had a change of heart and instead wanted to go with Roman Reigns, and apparently Cena was not too happy about that. Um, But I think that this was a good spot for Cena, and I think that The Miz has just been on fire this year. This has been The Miz's probably best year ever, and I think it was... Um, a good place for him to be, and I thought um, that this was a good spectacle-type match for WrestleMania. Obviously, you know, not an amazing, amazing match, but I thought that um, I thought it fit in at WrestleMania, and I thought it was what it was, and I thought it was a good use of both guys. So you got the and double women. pin, right? I, I guess double pin. There was no other finish for this match besides double. Jesse pin. Ventura would have been all over that shit. Yeah. What's going on, Gorilla? <laughs> They're both in the ring. The referee definitely should have. Uh, I had no clue who was legal at that point. So I don't think anybody cared. That's what I tell the cops. <laughs> I didn't know who was legal. That's right. All right. <laughs> All right. So the next match was actually pretty good. Uh, Seth Rollins defeating Triple H in a non-sanctioned match. I was a little surprised Seth Rollins was able to wrestle as long as he did. I thought he was really injured, but I guess not. Uh, so he he apparently was actually injured too. I don't think that he was as injured as was let on. And also he had a very, very nasty flu in the days leading up to WrestleMania and potentially wasn't going to be able to be at WrestleMania. Damn. So he definitely he pulled it out. I thought the match was really good. The only disappointing aspect that I would say of this is that Triple H still had to make himself look better than the current talent. His entrance just dwarfed uh, Seth Rollins' entrance. Uh, I just recently read that um, if, well, this gets kind of a joke, is that if Triple H were to fight a resurrected Jesus Christ at WrestleMania, he would somehow manage to have a better entrance than Jesus Christ. And uh, that was definitely the case here. Somehow Triple H as the heel that no one likes has an amazing entrance and Seth Rollins, you know, has a torch. So um, for the match itself, I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, I don't think it was the best match in the card, but I liked it. Okay. What, what's your take on that? Uh, 25 minutes and or 25 minutes and 30 wow, seconds. 25 minutes on that match. Uh, I remember it being long as fuck. It was good. It was better than I was expecting. I was expecting a lot of run-ins in this match. I'm glad there was none. I thought we might see a little Mick Foley action. I thought Samoa Joe, maybe. Or, yeah, somebody, anybody. But nobody came out for this match. Besides uh, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was what it was. Good match. And uh, on to the next one. Yes. Randy Orton defeating Bray Wyatt. uh, Singles match for the WWE title. 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Wow, that was only 10 minutes. Yeah, it will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that uh, little cockroach. Just. Fuckery on the ring. Yeah. Oh, man. God, that was bad. That was, uh, yeah. I can't imagine that someone suggested that in creative and that that made it out of that room. And somehow they spent a lot of money on doing that because it was really bad. I dig Bray Wyatt. Um you know, I got, I want to dig him more. I want to like him more. I got to see him early on when he was a babyface in Florida, and I when I saw him wrestle, I instantly thought like, man, he would make a great heel. Yeah. Just by the way he was in the ring, and uh, like it's proven that 
He's great as a heel. He is a great heel. I wish they would just kind of let off of him a little bit. His promos are a little meandering. He talks about a lot of things and gets very wordy and doesn't really say a whole hell of a lot. So actually, he is a bit like me, but... Um, uh, yeah, um, the match <laughs> in and of itself, I thought was, um, it was all right. Um, it was, yeah, it was about what I would anticipate it to be. Well, the match was fine. I think they could have waited on the special effects for backlash or whatever the next pay-per-view Payback, is. yeah. Whenever the next one is, save the special effects shit for that. I think they could have saved it for the cutting room floor. Yeah, d- WrestleMania doesn't need that. No. It doesn't need it. I don't know why they I did think it. that they wanted to differentiate that match, but I mean, just create a great angle between a heel and a baby face and make it about the title, and then you don't have to have cockroaches and worms. Maybe they're trying to try something different, but I didn't like it. No, not, not a fan. Anyway, so yeah, Orton uh, gets the W. So far, so good. Uh, next match was probably the uh, high spot of the night. Uh, we all got into this match like a motherfucker. Uh, Suplex City, Brock Lesnar, defeating Goldberg. Four minutes and 45 seconds, 15, or I guess 16 seconds short of the bonus points. Um, yeah, man, Suplex City, Brock Lesnar getting the W. Um, all about that Brock Lesnar. Um, Goldberg's gone, I guess, now, huh? Uh, Goldberg came out on Raw after the show and basically said his goodbyes and kind of said it was over for him um, and kind of teased that maybe at some point he might come back. But Ten suplexes? Uh, I don't think there was ten suplexes in this match. No? No. I remember we were counting them. Yeah. I don't think there was ten. He didn't make it to ten? No. Um, you know what I will say about this match? I think that after they're just one of the worst WrestleMania matches of all time. and This one? No, no, no. They're the oh, previous, the, the WrestleMania 20. 20. This one, I think, was absolutely as good as this could possibly be. Um, the fans were loving it. Uh, we loved it, and I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a a great match for these two this guys. This match got everyone out their chairs. This match got everybody locked into the into the TV. Um, just to reiterate what Ray said, it's as good as what these guys can yes, do, man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Four minutes and 45 seconds. Brock, it's, it was Brock's turn. He got the belt. And uh, hopefully they put him on Raw more than he actually is these yeah, days. Yeah, I don't think he's been on Raw yet maybe since he's can, won the title. They can get Eddie to jerk to tune in to Raw maybe more than one time a year. Yeah, he hasn't been there at all, so I don't anticipate that happening. SummerSlam! He'll Summer be back Slam. for SummerSlam. Yeah. So. All right, so uh, Naomi... And the next match, Naomi defeating Alexa Bliss, Carmella with James Ellsworth, Mickey James, Natalia, and Becky Lynch. Five minutes and 35 seconds. I'm sure the entrances were longer than the match. Um, Naomi, um, I got the pick right on this one. I don't know if you did. Um, I don't. I don't remember who I picked, but I don't believe... I think I picked Mickey James. I probably should have picked her. This is like her home state or city or whatever. On the and podcast, I said the hottest chick would win. Technically, I got it right. Naomi. Yeah. I mean, that's that's open to interpretation. Oh, I, come on, man. She got that ass, bro. Yeah. She does have a move literally where she you know, throws her ass into your face. She's so. hot. She's hot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, I don't remember the match. 
I remember nothing about it either. Um, uh, honestly, I barely remembered who won it. So, but I'm happy I got it right. Yeah, um, good job. So, yeah, no, no uh, blown spots. No, 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 no bonus points for me. There was no one. blown spots. Maybe later in the locker room, but not during the match. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, what's her name? Naomi. No. Mickey James. No. Alexa Bliss. Sunny. Not Sunny. Paige. Page. Page was not there. She, Paige didn't blow any spots. No, no, she Damn. did not. She did not blow any spots. Fuck. But uh, yeah. Maybe next time. They have changed the NXT Women's Title now, so. They did. They did because Prob- of that shit. Um, it's probably part of it, but you know. Okay. So yeah. Maybe, maybe not. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Next one on the block, Roman Reigns defeating the Undertaker, uh, in a no holds barred match, twenty three minutes and five seconds. I did not do my research on this match. Uh, clearly, I was not in the know going with The Undertaker. You went with The Undertaker. Interesting. I didn't yeah. even remember that. I had Undertaker all day. Somehow, you still won the points. That's impressive. I, I, yeah. If, uh, yeah. Even though I probably shouldn't have. Uh, I don't remember too much about this. I, I was rooting for The Undertaker, but there was. it's a 23-minute match about... 16 minutes in, it was evident that The Undertaker had no offense left. Yeah, it was, I will tell you, so going back and watching it, uh, The Undertaker was pretty blown up. This is definitely not the amazing, you know, five-star matches of The Undertaker that he was having, you know, maybe eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Um, there was some a couple pretty bad botches, um, but I don't think that was what this match was about. This match was really about the end of The Undertaker's career, the send-off, and, uh, you know, kind of getting more heel-type heat on Roman Reigns. Um, and, you know, just kind of giving The Undertaker a send-off. And so that's what it was. Yeah, the streak wasn't on the line, but uh, Roman got the victory. So Only the second person ever to beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Undertra- Undertaker, true t- traditionalist in the, in the fact that he... Doing en- the J-O-B. Yeah, he enjoys passing the torch, but... Uh, I don't know about this one. This was, this was interesting. Yeah, it's definitely, I will say that it's not a match that I would go back and watch very often. I can't say I'm a, a huge Roman Reigns fan. and um, But yeah, I mean, it's Undertaker's last match. So, um, you know, RIP Undertaker. You've had a great career. <laughs> and, uh, Is that an oxymoron? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that would be an oxymoron. Irony, maybe, in Alanis Morissette's eyes, but... Yeah, we, uh, we should do a little homage to the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The uh, maybe the countdown of uh, the Undertaker's best matches, in which we both have the same one. Well, but. I'll just say like gray gloves, Undertaker. Even though I hated him because he beat Hulk Hogan back in the day, fucking phenomenal. Seriously, man, phenomenal. Like that Jake the Snake match that I was talking mm-hmm. about on the last podcast, or you know the WrestleMania podcast. I went back and watched it. Uh, probably about four or five days ago, his commitment to the character and to the the work in the ring, like, is second to none. Unparalleled, man. It 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 had never been done before, and still to this day, nobody does. This in shit anyone anymore. else's hands, that gimmick would not have worked, and um, he managed to make it. Honestly, that is the greatest gimmick character in wrestling's history. Long- by like. A long shot. Longevity wise, nobody will ever touch him. Um, Always changing, you know, yeah. changing with the times. And, you know, who would have ever thought, you know, watching The Undertaker's early career and then that, 
you know, the, the WrestleMania 25, 26, 27, you know, going into that era. I mean, he had some of the most amazing matches of all time that are, yeah, you know, man. arguably the best matches ever. So For a guy that big, his undertaker is a big mofo. He is a big mofo. To walk the top rope, to f- jump over the tope over the incredible, top rope. Incredible, incredible. I mean, God damn it, man. There, there will never be another undertaker. No, absolutely not. He was ahead of his time. 100% ahead of his time and one of the greatest um, workers of all time. No arguments there. So, yeah, once again, RIP to The Undertaker and his career. And uh, he deserves an awesome um, retirement. So Hell yeah, man. He deserves all the praise that he's been getting. I'm sure the Internet's been marking out for him left and right. Absolutely. We're marking out for him because he deserves it. Yes, yes. And uh, on to the next one. All right, uh, real quick, uh, going to take a little break. The uh, WrestleMania 33 went a little bit longer than anticipated, and then we're going to come back, and I'm going to have my first topic. So we will see you on the flip side of the musical breakdown. So, all right, see you in a moment. So Eddie had hit WrestleMania 33. Um, my topic that I wanted to talk about was uh, Kendall Jenner uh, and Miss Kendall Jenner. Honestly, wait, is she legal yet? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I barely know the difference between these <laughs> if fucking not, chicks. I take that back. <laughs> Call I, me when you turn 21, bitch. Um, she's got. Um, she's surely over 18, but uh, I honestly can't tell you. Um, but yeah, Kendall Jenner, one of the fucking Jenners, uh, was in a Pepsi commercial. Um, so basically what happened was uh, Pepsi had uh, a brand new commercial that apparently somebody, a lot of people thought uh, would be relevant to the times in which uh, we see a lot of diverse characters um, and a lot of uh, diverse people um, that are all kind of joining together and uh, doing a march on the streets and uh, they encounter the uh, the police and... Um, somewhere along the line, Kendall Jenner comes in and uh, decides to create peace uh, with the police by giving them a Pepsi. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people feel like that was a little tone deaf. They were kind of invoking the um, uh, Black uh, Black Lives Matter. And, uh, yeah, they're kind of using that to sell um, a soft drink. So uh, Pepsi gave in to the, uh, the backlash and eventually pulled the ad. So. Uh, what do you think about all that, Eddie? Didn't take too long to pull that fucking ad. Yeah, man, the internet, man, it's crazy these days. One little commercial comes out, and, you know, within like 24 hours, the whole shit gets shut down. Yeah, yeah. I hope she still got paid for that shit. I'm sure she's doing okay. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's just the whole, you know. 
I'm sure she was already paid in full. Honestly, I don't even know if uh, I assume that the commercial actually had to have made it to air. Um, I saw it online. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, just honestly, just how absolutely fucking tone deaf can you be as a company to think that, um, you know, a soda is going to somehow be able to solve all of the world's issues. And um, you know what, man? That guy that got the beat down on United. Should yeah, have, should have had some fucking Pepsi. He should. You know what? He should have. If he just would have had a can of Pepsi, everything would his have been, ass would have been fine. Everything would have been okay. Uh, they were actually uh, United only has Coca Cola products, and so thus he fucked up. He tried to give them a Coke, and uh, they weren't feeling it. No, he should have tried to give them some uh, cocaine. All but, Trump uh, had to do was send Kendall Jenner to Syria with a couple cases of Pepsi. Everything would have been. Everything would have been fine. But no, he had to fucking drop a bomb in their ass. You know what? Maybe that's the whole uh, idea behind, behind this ad and why it's been pulled is that, uh, <laughs> you know, as humanity, we finally realize that the one thing that ties us all together is that we all hate the Jenners. <laughs> you know what's funny? It kind of reminds me of those Mentos commercials back in the day. Yes. Where like, where like some type of shenanigan would be going on. Like, you know, I don't know if it was illegal stuff or like whatever. Some guy would like. I don't like, think there like, was. <laughs> a guy would sneak into a party, right? You know, even though he's not supposed to be there. And then like security would chase him down. But then like they couldn't get to him because he got too far away. And he just turns around and has like a Mentos. Mentos. Thing the fresh maker. So this is like the new Mentos. It's this like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. You know, it's like these cops and shit. But I got my Mentos. Right. <laughs> The the uh, the police are uh, beating down uh, minorities uh, at uh, left <laughs> at every left and right turn. But uh, you know, if they just had it, a Pepsi in the car. Yeah, you're good. It's you're like good. the United thing. It's like all those United people. All they had to do is run a Mentos thing. It's like, yeah, we beat the crap out of this guy, but we have Mentos. We have Mentos. <laughs> and so that makes everything okay. Mentos, the difference maker. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, if, if Trayvon Martin just had a Pepsi. Ouch. Everything that was a dated reference, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm going with no, I'm it. Go, so. I'm going the other way. I think that who's the other fucker that shot him? Um, Rod, Rodney King. Oh no, wait, no, no. The guy uh, that shot Trayvon Martin. Yeah, the the piece of shit who eventually sold the gun that he shot him with online, yeah. and they had to pull it. Uh, I don't remember what his name is. Piece of shit. Zimmerman. Uh, yeah, Mark Mark Zimmerman maybe. I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah. He's a mark-ass th- fucking piece of shit I think for the unarmed fucking teenagers. Absolutely. Motherfucker's not even a cop. Yeah. You know what? Fuck him. But anyways. Unless he's got a Pepsi. Nah. All I wanted was just one Pepsi. God damn it, man. That was a Suicidal Tendencies reference. Uh, it's a band from the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Kendall Jenner. All right. So, uh, yeah. Kendall Jenner. Um, yeah. Just... Oh, my God. It's actually interesting to me that people, uh, I saw a lot of people online in the comments feel, section who didn't. I feel didn't... bad for, like, all the civil rights people back in the day, like the old school black people. Seriously. Black people, like. MLK didn't have nothing on Kendall Jenner. Because there's still a lot of racism that goes on in the South. No. Dude, trust me. As a, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a white dude. Um, I've got, uh, I've got a shaved head because uh, I'm balding and uh, i have a big beard and tattoos and so uh, i will tell you that uh, i actually get uh especially at work i get people that somehow find that they can confide their secret racism to me in (laughs) uh, a matter of minutes of seeing me Uh, i could tell many a story and um yeah it's actually it's pretty fucking sad that people are not only um have really really backwards ways of looking at the world but 
They can meet someone and barely fucking know them and feel like that they can confide that, you know, they hate other people for the silliest reasons. And, uh, yeah, so those are the same people that don't see anything wrong with this goddamn Pepsi commercial. So, fuck yeah, I'm glad it got pulled. And, uh, yeah, fuck this ad. Yeah, sorry, Kendall Jenner. Fuck you, Pepsi. But uh, they fucked up on this one. Not a good call. So, all right, we'll uh, we'll wrap that one up. And uh, Eddie, why don't you hit him with the next topic? What you got? UFC 210 was live last Saturday in Buffalo, New York. Uh, Daniel Cormier versus Anthony Johnson. I only talked about it ten times on the last podcast. If you listened to it, hopefully you didn't. Uh, I was actually guy. on the podcast, and somehow I not only did not realize that. Uh, it was on, but I also did not watch it, so I know absolutely nothing about this. So uh, This is interesting. Yeah. The very first fight I was telling you about, Daniel Cormier won in the second round via submission, rear naked choke. Was it a good uh, good fight or what? In the, the first fight or the second fight? Uh, the second fight. Second fight, no. Well, I mean, you're talking to a guy that watches a lot of UFC, so uh, it wasn't great, but it was What okay. would Joe Rogan think about that? Joe Rogan would love it because he's he loves everything UFC. Joe Rogan? He has an appreciation that's on an expert level. I have an appreciation that's up there, but not expert level. And you would have a like a, you know, academic level so of appreciation for it. With uh, mentioning Joe Rogan, I just want to mention that once again, we are on the uh, the share for share program here on Jork of All Trades. So you sponsor us? You uh you sponsor us, we'll sponsor you. So Joe Rogan Think of the reach that you would have. Think of the reach around that you would have on this world if you just sponsored us, we sponsor you, and everything works out. We will give you a 24-pack of Pepsi of your choice. From Kendall Jenner. Could be cher- could be cherry Pepsi. Could be vanilla. Could be diet. Could be another variety. Maybe you want Mountain Dew. No, not Mountain Dew. It's got to be actual Pepsi. Pepsi. But uh, yeah. Hook. You ever having a bad day, Joe Rogan? That Pepsi might come in handy. That's uh, Pepsi uh, breaking open and uh, suds everywhere. But keep so. your hands off that sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So yes, the very first fight, Daniel Cormier defeated Anthony Johnson in the second round via rear naked choke. Guess how Daniel Cormier won this fight? Uh, with a front naked choke. Almost. He won this fight in the second round with a rear naked choke. Impressive. Almost identical to the first fight. In the first fight, Anthony Johnson knocked him down. Uh, Cormier came back and eventually won won it in the second with a submission. This fight, for some reason, Anthony Johnson tried to wrestle with Cormier, who's an Olympic-level wrestler. Not a good call. Not a great call. Negatory. And uh, But he did land a good kick on uh, Cormier's face, broke his fucking nose, like, knocked his nose sideways, kind of like dented it in and shit. That it wasn't not... bleeding at all, but it was... You know, noticeably fucked up. It, he wasn't getting any dates. After, he had the o- the Owen Wilson nose yeah, going Ken, on. Kendall Jenner wasn't trying to holler at that. You know, <laughs> that nose looking like that. But anyways, uh, but yeah, Johnson landed the kick, busted his nose. Second round, Cormier takes him down. Dunzo puts him in the submission. Done. So it's it, kind of funny. Uh, if I had to bet that fight, which is easy to say after the fact, but I would have bet Daniel Cormier, and I would have made a lot of money. Anyways. Second fight, um, Gegard Mousasi defeating Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman is actually... Is he a wide man or is he uh, not wide? He is a wide man. Is he? He's a wide man. He's a wide man. He's, a, he's authentic. He's a bloodline 
Chris Weidman. His dad's a Weidman. Oh, I, his I, grandfather's <laughs> a Weidman. I was more I was more referencing like the uh, like his body frame. And oh no, was, this uh, motherfucker's in shape. Oh okay. Oh, yeah. I, I assume probably he's, so. He's but. a tank. He's a wrestler. He's an all American. Is he like Tank Abbott or no? He would wrap Tank Abbott up pretty quick. Like a fucking present. Like a pretzel. Uh, but yeah, he's the guy that beat Anderson Silva. That stopped Anderson Silva's 15 or 16 fight win streak. That is impressive. Beat him twice. He lost. He lost, man. And it was controversial as fuck. The fans shitted all over this. The referee kind of fucked up. Uh, the commission. Fuck you, Weidman. The New York State Athletic Commission kind of fucked up. Uh, it was a good fight. Weidman won the first round, in my opinion. Musasi started coming back. Uh, the second round, Weidman was winning early. Musasi started coming back. But there's a rule in uh, MMA in the UFC where if you have uh, – see, this is a new rule that they implemented this year, and I don't even know if I'm getting it right. It don't used, fuck it up. It used to be – There will be an actual UFC uh, official listening Ray's to Ray's going to check me. He's Googling right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google. <laughs> I'm going to bing that. It used to be if you had two hands down, you couldn't knee, knee him in the head. Because like he was bent over, mm-hmm. and he had. It used to be if you had two hands on the floor, you couldn't knee him in the head. What if someone was missing a but hand? But now it's one hand. He puts a stub on the ground. Does that count? Are you talking about Nick Nemeth? No. Oh, does he only have one hand? Yeah. Oh, he um, used to be a champion. I actually apologize I've to never, him and his family. Never, oh, not Nick Nemeth. That's the fucking Spirit Squad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nolte? No, oh, no, I, no it's no, some bro. Nick guy. He, he he had one hand in World Series of Fighting, but he was their champion. Oh. Apparently, he was pretty good. I apologize to him. But uh, anyways, Weidman had one hand down. He's trying to play the game. And when you try to play the game, you get kneed in the fucking face. This is true. And so... What Triple Mo- H will tell you that. Yeah, and uh, Musasi lifted him up, kneed him in his fucking head. He goes down. The referee stops the fight on accident, thinking that it was a foul. It was not a foul. So there's this big commotion going on. Uh, referee Dan Rigliata, who's not my favorite referee. Uh, he's probably not even in my top five referees. You have top five referees? I have top five everything for MMA. <laughs> but, but, yeah, certainly I do have a top five referees. Dan Rigliata? Not in it. Not a top five no. referee. Sorry, Dan. Great referee, yeah. but you kind of suck. We love you. I don't, I've never heard your name before, but um, you're probably a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, so, Mirgulata doesn't know what to do. Checks in with John McCarthy, who's my top one referee. He's the best referee of all time. I actually know who that is. Yeah, big John McCarthy says... Melissa M- McCarthy's uh, brother, right? I don't know. Oh. Couldn't tell you. She's a terrible actress. Anyways, uh, so re- John McCarthy checks... This will go faster. Because you know, <laughs> I'm already taking much longer than I wanted to on this. Uh, they check the replay, which they're not supposed to do technically in New York State. Mark McCarthy's like, I checked the replay. It was a legal knee. So now it's like this th- weird thing where it's like they check the replay, but they're not supposed to check the replay. It's not supposed to be valid. Long story short, Weidman loses on a technicality. He's pissed. The crowd is pissed. Everyone's booing. And there might be a rematch. It was a good fight. Weidman lost on a technicality. Interesting. And uh, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, that was the co-main event. Uh, in the uh, women's strawweight match, Cynthia Cavill won via rear, ma- rear naked choke. You're not going to know who she is, but uh, she's a little... Rear naked choke is a popular move there, huh? It's a good one. It's kind of like the chin lock in wrestling. Yeah. But, is that people uh, win with it? She, she's coming up. Uh, she's she's a newcomer, and uh, she's choking bitches out, man. And Tiago Alves defeats uh, Patrick Cote, a couple veterans. Yeah. Uh, uh, unanimous decision. Tiago Alves looked great. In was the that match. the main event or no? No, the championship was the main. Oh, event. okay, all right. Yeah, and then uh, 
rounding out the main card was Charles Oliveira defeating Will Brooks via submission. Called this one all day. Charles Oliveira is a beast. He's a submission wizard. Uh, he gets a hold of you. He's going to tap you out. And uh, Will Brooks apparently didn't know that. Good match or a or, uh, good fight? Good match for me. Uh, yeah. But, uh, it, you know, not a good match for Will Brooks. Fight of the night goes to uh, Shane Burgos and Charles Rosa. Pretty good fight. I don't know if it was fight of the night, but whatever. And performance of the night, uh, the, uh, these bonuses, uh, fighters get $50,000 bonuses. That's not bad. Yeah, performance of the night goes to Charles Oliveira for his uh, submission victory and to Gregor Gillespie for his uh, knockout of, uh, where is he at? Andrew Holbrook, 21 seconds into the fight. Didn't see that fight, but apparently he knocked him the fuck out. You just got knocked the fuck out. You just got to knock the fuck out, man. <laughs> so anyways, that wraps up UFC. Daniel Cormier will be facing John Jones soon. Uh, you know John Jones, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so John Jones is coming back from his year-long suspension. Greatest fighter of all time. Suspended for uh, illegal substances, right? Uh, I think he was taking boner pills or something. Oh. And yeah, man, something happened. You can't there. get a boner in the UFC no, or yeah. you are fucking banned. It's like, it's bad enough John Jones beats the fuck out of you, but if he right. beats the fuck out <laughs> of you with a boner, boner fuck. Even worse. Even God damn it. Worse. I'm in a cage. I can't run away. <laughs> you can't climb that cage either. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a rematch. John Jones defeated Daniel Cormier. We'll definitely have talk about this on the podcast. Absolutely. And, and I will actually watch that one, and so I can actually make some... Fight. Um, some actual this is a intelligent. This is a uh, a feud that you would get into. It's very wrestling centric, kind of like that's what UFC needs more of. It, you know, it, it's got a up. lot of lot of shit talking in, in this. So uh, yeah, so that wraps it up. For Much UFC. like this podcast, a lot yeah, of shit yeah, talking. Yeah. So all right, uh, next topic we're going to talk about. Um, so this one's kind of uh, a more humorous one. Uh, there was, uh, there was a man, uh, he recently ran a half marathon, um, kind of do a little read through of the internet's, uh, writing of this, uh, running a half marathon is no easy feat and drinking beer while doing so makes the task that much more challenging. YouTube user Emmett Farnan decided that most, his most recent half marathon would be a beer run. He shotgunned a beer at every, at the start of every mile. That's an interesting way to run 13.1 miles. There's no Damn. way I could do that, regardless of how many beers I had or did not Fuck. have. Uh, while the race was held on April 1st, this idea was no joke. He might be a fool, though, dot, dot, dot. Uh, LOL. Uh, Farnan managed to break the two-hour mark, completing the race in one hour, 43 minutes, 42 seconds. That's an impressive time without any drinks. Adding beer to the mix makes it even more remarkable. So, What was the time on that? Uh, one hour, 43 minutes, and 42 seconds, I believe. Fuck! That was actually much quicker than our last podcast. Yeah! <laughs> in which we drank uh, six beers each. And so, uh, I don't know how many breaks <laughs> there are, but I can imagine there's probably pretty close to six. So, uh, uh, fuck yeah to this dude. And, uh, yeah, there's no way I could do that. I would Props to that guy. What was his name? Uh, Emmett Fernan. Uh, big shout out to you. Um, if you want to sponsor us on your YouTube channel, um, we'll sponsor you maybe. I so don't know. He had this on vi uh, video. I believe on so. YouTube. I believe he does actually have a video. It looks like he had like a GoPro or something on while he did it. I see a picture. I can't even of, imagine uh, trying this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, he didn't drink any water. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
yeah, I guess if you drank uh, a beer and a water at every break, maybe that would, you know, round it out. But yeah. I'm not good at that even 13. when I'm miles. sitting down and drinking. So Fuck. I have to wonder if he's done this before. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, in the thing, I think it says uh, his most recent half marathon. So I'm assuming that he has uh, he has run a couple half marathons, full marathons. I don't know. Uh, before so i have run none i wonder how he was running towards the end because uh, you know like our podcast like halfway through kind of went downhill then it just dropped the the second part of the the marathon i wonder if he was like kind of veering off to the grass quarter marathon was good the last quarter of the marathon not so good police officer made him run a straight line into the uh the ribbon, maybe so. Fucking amen. I don't know. They have a. Do they have a ribbon at uh, the end of a marathon? I'm not real sure. I haven't actually been to a marathon. Maybe <laughs> someone who's been in a marathon can. Uh, yeah. Can let us know. Let us know in the comment section Damn what it. the fuck happens in a marathon. Yeah, I know the early guys get them, but I don't know if they hold it for everybody. Yeah, that would. Everyone gets a ribbon. They have like a ribbon. You should for get it. a special ribbon for that shit. Uh yeah, absolutely. Man, that's tough. That is uh, that how is many qu- beers total did you drink? Eight? Um, I don't no, for every mile it said. Uh, it said um, that uh, he shotgunned a beer at the start of every mile. So oh whoa, beers. so he had thirteen beers. That was more than we drank. He drank more than us I'm in gonna, an hour. I'm in an um, hour and forty three. Hour, hour and forty three. But I will say that I'm sure that uh, first off he was running, which means he was probably sweating part of the He's alcohol. Sweating it out. Yeah. And uh, also I'm sure that he wasn't drinking three. Uh, three philosophers as he was uh, uh i'm sure it 9. was 9.7 you know miller no and alcohol he's building up a thirst you know you, you know that all that running makes you thirsty looks a bit like steel reserve in the picture i'm not really 100 percent on that but yeah anyway um he was just going full on torture chamber cheers to that guy hell yeah Good all job, right next man. uh next topic all right as you know nba playoffs are starting we got my main team chicago bulls the eighth seed, at least they made it in there somehow, some way. But uh, they're going to be facing the. Boston. Are the Bulls? Uh, so I do, you know, I do not follow the NBA pretty much at all. Um, I know they were all right a, a few years ago. Are they? How are they? I mean, obviously well, they're they in the have, playoffs. They so. have two stars, uh, Jimmy Butler and okay. Dwayne Wade. All right. Um, so with those two, they have a chance. Uh, their team is in limbo right now. They have a couple of up and coming guys and a couple of older guys. They didn't go full rebuild, which I thought they were going to do. Uh, and I'm not in love with their coach, but I will love their coach, Fred Hoiberg, if he can win a couple series here. What if he bought you some flowers or took you out to dinner or something? Just uh, love him then? You know what? Not doing what if he just brought right. What if he just brought a ring back to uh, Chicago? The ring would be nice. Okay. What yes. if he got you a ring? He can give me some seats. If you want to oh. give me some seats, you know. Hey, I, I, you give us some seats and... We'll give you... Uh, Win some fucking games and give me some fucking tickets. There you go. Straight to Eddie's heart. Yes. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, man, AC, they're facing the Boston Celtics in the first round. Um, I thought they were going to face the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, which would have been okay, but obviously they would have lost, most likely. They beat the Cavaliers, I think, three or four times this year, though, in the regular season, so it wouldn't have been a bad matchup. Yeah. So I think Chicago has a chance. When's the last time that they won uh, an NBA championship? 1998. Wow, really? They have not won. Wow. It's hard. Damn. Yeah. Was uh, was Jordan still around at that point? Was that like the end of the Jordans? <laughs> was it? Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought oh, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the very last year. 90- Wait, no, was it 98? Yeah, 
And then 98-99 was the lockout. Okay. Where they only played half the season. I remember that. Uh, so the Boston Celtics have a really good player, Isaiah Thomas. I'm re- I think you know Isaiah Thomas, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, The old school of Isaiah course, Thomas. Of course, for the uh, Detroit Pistons. The Pistons, yeah, yes. Yeah, his son. That was my yeah, my basketball era. Yeah, his son plays for the Boston Celtics. Really? That's in- really good. He averages like 30 points a game. He's Mr. Fourth Quarter. He he comes alive in the fourth quarter. He hits He's the of opposite of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're awesome at the beginning, but then we uh, we tend to tank at the end. No, nah, I got the mic close to my face this time, so you'll be able it. to hear me now. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it Sunday, uh, if the podcast comes out before Sunday. Uh, Sunday night, they'll be playing, and uh, go Bulls, man, uh, all the way. I know the Milwaukee Bucks are in there. Uh, they're the sixth seed. They'll be playing the – I should have looked that up before. That's all right. Who cares about the Bucks? We'll just, uh, Nobody likes the we'll, fucking Bucks. We'll post-production, whoever they're playing. It's all about the playing. Bulls up in this bitch. Yeah. Fuck it. So uh, go Bulls. If you don't like the Bulls, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Next topic. All right. Uh, Next topic. Uh, Obviously, this has been everywhere. Uh, You cannot avoid it. Oh, nice. Uh, I kind of, yeah. (laughs) Oops. We're uh, we're talking about uh, the the man who was removed forcibly from the United Airlines flight. Um. Yeah, this has not been the best PR uh, thing for United Airlines. Um, yeah, basically they overbooked a flight and um, they had to remove some people uh, for, uh, I believe, um, some, uh, um, sorry, I was going to say stewardess. I believe that's offensive now, but uh, for some flight attendants and um, no one was agreeing to leave. And so at some point they decided to beat the fuck out of a Chinese man and uh, forcibly drag him off the plane. And uh, that didn't go all that well. And uh, there was kind of an uproar because a lot of people filmed it. And I really wish this guy knew karate or some type of martial art. And he just <laughs> fucked those guys up. He's like, it would almost be like, cause you remember Bruce Lee? Uh, I do remember Bruce Lee. He yes. was really skinny and scrawny. I don't believe of. he was from China though, but or he wasn't scrawny. He was built, Yeah, but uh Imagine if they, that happened to Bruce Lee. I believe that was actually sort of racist to assume that every single Asian person knows some sort of kung fu. So I'm just saying, like, it wasn't but still, I wish he did know some fucking kung fu. Man, imagine they tried that shit on Bruce Lee. He uh, would have fucked yeah. everybody. He would have given them the, the little the, oh, the one inch punch and just uh, ripped their entrails out. But and... instead, they got the Asian guy that couldn't fight. Right. They what the fuck the is one, that about? The one guy. Yeah, what uh, I I think the most interesting aspect of this to me is that you have just you know a fucking gigantic company, and because of uh, information being so readily available now, and people being able to record things and put it online, um, things blow up so quickly, and you have a company like United that lost one billion dollars in the aftermath of this. They can um, afford it. I, I'm sure they can. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I guess China is actually one of the biggest um, uh, countries to utilize United Airlines, and thus uh, a lot of people are saying um, oh, they, they're not going to use United Airlines anymore. They doubled down on their asses. So, yeah, this could potentially be something that could, in the end, maybe put United out of business. One terrible, terrible decision. They're not going out of business. They're going to have to lower their prices, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely not uh not a good decision i'm sure a lot of people are shitting their pants right now at united airlines um yeah what the what the fuck were they thinking what were they thinking they weren't that's no the problem no 
And uh, you know what? Uh, apparently, uh, I had heard that the decision was kind of made by, based on pulling uh, a name out of a hat, which is uh, actually apparently I heard the corporate policy. I don't know if that's true or not, but how fucking weird it's that ridiculous. somewhere somewhere in the United Airlines like standard operating procedure on if a flight is overbooked is uh, pick the shortest straw, I guess, was taken Fucking already. So. ridiculous. <laughs> God damn it, United. What Stop the- <laughs> overbooking flights. This isn't just for United. This is for all you fuckers. Seriously, any of them could have done this shit. You guys don't need the extra fucking $180 or whatever the fuck it costs for a seat. Your seats aren't that great. Nobody gives a shit about your fucking stocks. Stop overbooking the fucking planes. Leave people the fuck alone or else you're going to run into a motherfucker like Bruce Lee. He's going to fuck everybody up and then you're really going to regret this shit. Yeah, uh, that was uh, me screaming in the microphone. I was trying to do my Bruce Lee impression, which is not very good. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I should have channeled my inner Luke Kang. You know what I want? I want like the previous owners of the UFC, the Fertitta brothers, are multi-billionaires now because their company just got bought for several billions of dollars. I want them to make like a reality show where they send UFC fighters on United flights, just waiting for the day that the shit's overbooked. And then they try to get like a UFC fighter off the plane and they just get fucked up by all these UFC fighters. Just like, nah, sorry, bro. Yep. Ain't happening. You can give me all the Pepsis you want. Just like not happening. All the heavyweights from UFC, all the like like John Jones, Kane Velasquez. Just all these badass Nothing motherfuckers. Nothing but a plane full of UFC guys. Send them on a plane every day for like the next six months, waiting for the day for it to be overbooked. I am sick of... And just record <laughs> the fuck out of that shit. Kane Velasquez fucking everybody up on United. I am motherfucking sick of all these motherfucking UFC fighters on this motherfucking plane, <laughs> but I am not going to kick them off. I am going to give them any beverage you, they want. Dude, I'm telling you right now, United will take one look at Cain Velasquez and be like, yeah, that 80-year-old grandma, you got to go. Yeah, that is a done deal. I'd actually... We're not asking him to get up. <laughs> I had recently heard about a drunk guy at Walmart who decided that he was going to uh, yeah, try to uh, attack an ex-MMA fighter and... Uh, yeah, that, uh, that didn't go all that well for him, and I can't imagine that if a plane is filled with a bunch of UFC fighters, it's going to go all that well for uh, the United Airlines uh, security team. So, yeah, you know what? Lorenzo, Just make that shit happen, man. Stop. You know what? Stop fucking with people and let them, let no, them fucking it's, go. It's the overbooking of the flights. Oh, for sure. They're trying to save all this money. They want to make as much money yeah, as possible. It's a cash grab, and they're, they're trying to grab every little penny they you think can. Do you think those four tickets were worth $1 billion yeah, dollars exactly. in stock value? Probably not. Nailed it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, next topic, Eddie. Hit it up. All right. Well, we can't go around these days without talking about Mr. Donald Trump, our president of the United States. Um, a lot of interesting stuff going on these days. Yes. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, the poor people in Syria. Uh, don't know much about this, but a bunch of children, unfortunately, got sick. Uh, yeah, I believe that uh, they had used some sort of chemical weapons. From some actions that may or may not have been caused by the president of Syria. I'm not sure. Yeah, Prob- uh, probably. Probably, but you can't say for sure. Sounds pretty logical, but uh, yeah, you know what? I'm just a white American, so. Yeah, so and I don't really know that that caused a, a ripple effect that caused Mr. Donald Trump, uh, or not Mr. Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't think it was actually him, kayfabe, <laughs> on CNN.com that authorized it. But uh, today, this morning, there was a mother of all bombs dropped on uh, the Pakistani Afghanistan. The border. largest non-nuclear bomb ever 
uh, was uh, dropped on Afghanistan. So. Yeah, on a ISIS tunnel that uh, will not be <laughs> right. That they tunneling people they anymore. Te- they text messaged every uh, woman and child there and said, uh, "Hey, uh, don't come to uh, don't come to the caves today." So I sure hope not. Yeah. They got fucked up if they did. Uh, Donald yeah, they Trump did. ain't fucking around. So uh, yeah, man, people are thinking World War Three is imminent. Uh, <laughs> I have some opinions on that. Um, Not the terrible gimmick match from WCW, but actually World War Three, the end yeah, of days. You know, so. I, I'm not too uh, <coughs> concerned as a United States citizen about World War Three. I mean, let's be honest here. War, uh, war actually on our turf at this point is pretty unlikely. Non-existent. Uh, basically, uh, it's unless it, it's. An inside job. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, we tend to uh, bring our military brute force to uh, everyone else and be the world's police and uh, tell them how to live their lives. And um, Well, we do the United Nations a favor. Um, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, Eddie the Jerk will give you the inside scoop on a World War III. Get up. If there is a World War III, it will only last a couple months. And it will be dominated by the United States, and it will be a laughable World War III to the extent of even calling it World War III is silly. The United States is built to, built to succeed in war, in all facets of war, and to dominate at all times. Uh, the United States spends $596 billion, billion with a B, every year. On its military, I believe that that I believe that number is actually higher now. The numbers that I saw were it goes uh, up every year. It was in the six hundred uh, billion dollar. With, with Donald, it's going up probably. The uh, actually interesting. I've looked at a chart of our uh, defense budget compared to. I'm looking at it right China now. China and a ton of other nations, and we dwarf all of those. In the top ten, two through we're number one, obviously. Of course, we're spending two through America ten, number one. Two through ten, you can add up two through ten, and we spend more than two through ten. Combined, including which prob- China and which other probably, large, large nations. Oh, yeah. Which probably means that we could go to war with every single country in the world and still win. And it is funny. If it wasn't for the massive amount of numbers, but now technology's in play. Uh, there's a lot of things that are different than World War II in the 1940s. A little bit, yeah. So uh, technology plays a big deal, and the United States has the biggest cock in this game, and we're fucking anybody that tries to fuck with us. Yeah, that has kind of been our MO for the longest time. Um, it's actually, it, it's always been interesting to me, like, you know, that Donald Trump panders to the, you know, we need to keep ourselves more safe, and we need to invest more money in our defense when, you know, obviously our numbers are dwarfing everyone else. Well, and, it, it's uh, funny because everybody thinks George W. Bush was, like, you know, the, the main thing in this he did start this whole thing or he didn't start it but he uh he led the charge in the spending obama actually spent more money than he did uh, you know what defense does not surprise me i'll tell you what uh democrats republicans uh two sides of the same cloth um there has only been uh i believe i forget what the exact number is but there's been like less t- less than 10 years in the entire history of the united states that we have not been engaged in a battle in a, a foreign land so um the bottom line is the military is one of the biggest businesses in this nation it has been for the longest time and sadly continuing to be at war and continuing to uh you know send our troops elsewhere 
And um, sadly, going into, you know, going into areas, you look at the numbers and it's really depressing. You see the number of innocent Iraqis that have been killed uh, by our military compared to the amount of uh, Americans that have been killed. And the numbers are just, uh, yeah, they're not even close. So, um, yeah, I, I long for the day that we don't have to continue to do that. But, uh, yeah, it's obviously going to continue to happen. And uh, the, the, the Donald is, you know, going to continue with uh, business as usual, just like... Have you heard what he's done recently? Um, North Korea's fucking around with missiles right now. Yeah. And he made a deal with China. Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-un. He's North Korea. But uh, uh, the Donald made a deal with China. Yeah. China is our ally now. Interesting. They're number two. Number two on the list. They're they number wanna, two. <laughs> they want to move. They want to move up. They know they got to hang out with number one a little bit more. Well, it is what it is. Oh, the only reason we need China is to use their land, you know, because they're closer to North Korea, so it's, yeah. it's easier to right. de- defend and attack from there than it is from the United States. Um, I've played Risk before. I think, man. I, I mean, China on our side was an unexpected uh, thing that turned out pretty well for us. <laughs> Plot because twist. yeah, everyone's talking shit like, "Oh, China's not gonna China and Russia, China and Russia." It's like you know, Trump's got this thing on lockdown. So yeah, I don't know if I would agree with all that, but uh, I I mean my my it, when I say Trump, it's a euphemism for the United States, right? Because yeah, I mean it's a figurehead. It's uh yeah, it's all a big fucking game, and uh, yeah, U.S. has got this shit. Don't worry about nothing. In World si- War Three ain't happening in six months. This will all be forgotten, and we'll go back to smoke screen talking shit about how Donald Trump doesn't like women or something. Yeah, new season of The Apprentice will be probably debuting in November, so we gotta uh, we gotta fix things by then. Arnold, so. Arnold, I'm gonna tweet about Arnold. So, all right, um, I'm gonna tweet Obama and give my fucking two hundred ninety dollars back. Obama, Obama is just chilling these days, man. He's like, uh, he's Obama. You owe me like fucking fifteen dinners. He's he's got a he's out on the wave runner and uh, whatever other stuff he's doing. So, uh, shout out to Obama. You sponsor uh, you sponsor us, and uh, we'll sponsor you, Obama. So sure. Yeah, that's probably not happening. But all right. Uh, anything else you want to say on that topic? Uh, World War Three. World War Three. <laughs> not leading the show for some reason, but uh, yeah, World War Three. Domination. Not it'll it'll lead another show once it gets. We are the nation cooking. of domination. Domination. Yep. All right. Uh, my next topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, this is something that I find to be very, very interesting. Um, watch out, America! Robots are coming for oh! your jobs. Right now, you've been worried about Mexicans coming for your jobs. <laughs> Get ready. The fucking robots are coming, and they are definitely not lazy. And they are. And I, you know what? I want to. I want to never get tired. I want to preface. I, I want to make sure that I. Uh, it is known with that joke that I was not saying that Mexicans are lazy. Um, that was just a poorly worded joke. But uh, yeah, um, robots uh, are coming for your jobs. Report finds thirty-eight percent of U.S. jobs will be automated by the year twenty thirty. So, uh, yeah, basically the uh, the deal is as uh, automation uh, moves further along. Um, we're going to see more and more jobs that are going to be phased out, and we're going to see more and more people that are going to be found without a job. They're going to have to find a different line of work. Um, but, yeah, 40% of people, um, you know, within the, the next 20 years or so, um, well, not even, uh, less than that. 13 years. 13 years. I uh, forgot what year it was. 
So uh, the big question is, um, what do we do? Obviously, a lot of people can, you know, find new skills, uh, figure out how to fix the fucking robots, I guess, would probably be a logical one. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people are going to be left without a job. Uh, what do we do? How does uh, how does society not crumble when 40% of our workforce doesn't have a job? What do we do? What do those people do? Um, yeah. So what's your thoughts on this, Eddie? I think 38% is a little high. Uh, 13 years is a long time from now, but... Uh you know, it goes back to the thing where 25, 35 years ago, people were saying, oh, in the year 2000, we'll be flying on... In the year 2000. Yeah, we'll be we'll be uh, on hovercrafts and, you know, all this goofy I'm shit. I'm waiting on my like, fucking hoverboard, like man. Like the Jetsons, you know. It's yeah. like life will be so much different. Back in, to the future. Yeah. yeah, so many years from now. I believe it when I see it. I think 38% is a little high. I would think 15% would be closer. Even 15%, man. I'm it's still a cut. Yeah, it's still a cut. Um, at the end of the day, even beyond 2030, I think that humanity will find a way to sabotage the robots. Uh, <laughs> because I've seen fucking Terminator. <laughs> God damn it, okay? Because <laughs> Skynet, I got your fucking number, okay? It's survival of the fittest. Zedekana. It's survival of the fittest out here, man. Yeah. Only the strong survive, and the robots do not know the struggle. They don't know what hunger is. They don't know what it's like to be, you know, they don't have a conscience. So when it comes down to, like, a person in their family that has kids losing their job to a fucking robot, somewhere along the line, it might ha not happen that day or the next week, but they're going to find a way to fuck those robots up. <laughs> you know what? I will say that I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. What up, robots? Robots, we fucking love you. Um, so, yeah, basically my take on this is, uh, so the big thing with this is that um, they've actually, uh, they, in this study, they kind of broke it down based on how much you make per hour and what your risk is for losing your job. And so, basically, people that make less than $20 an hour, um, so, you know, you can imagine the type of jobs that, you know, that would uh, encompass, those are the, the type of jobs that are going to be uh, most likely phased out. So I'm good. And you so, are too. So <laughs> I think that... Just kidding. Uh, the, the big thing with this is that there is a lot of limitation to what the robots can do at this point. Um, actually, they uh, they did a study where they tried to have a robot put together an Ikea uh, you know, piece of furniture. And basically to like put one dowel pin in and put a leg on, it took it like... Uh, five minutes and it took a human like you know 10 seconds so <laughs> uh, those type of things robots have not made it to that point yet they definitely are being defeated by ikea furniture and anybody who has ever put ikea furniture Damn. together will attest to that fact um i'm a little disappointed in the robots fuck yeah 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 come on robots step your game up uh by the way i still love robots and robots if you want to sponsor the podcast um we will definitely um sponsor your robot podcast um but yeah sure. i think that my my big assessment on this and where i would like to see us go and um I don't know that this is where we would go, but I would love to see it happen is I think that there should be a minimum um, basically living wage for all of our citizens. And if we could take that number that we were talking about for a defense budget and instead of investing that in um, killing people more, we could instead invest that back into our people here in our, you know, in our nation, um, you know, people wouldn't have to be engaged in, you know slave labor and doing these menial tasks that robots can do um and they could you know have a 
just a decent living, uh, a house, you know, um, you know, roof over their head and food. And then, you know, I think that that would free up a lot of people's time to be able to do things that could just advance humanity even further. And I'm sure a lot of people would uh, kind of look at the negative connotation and then, you know, people are lazy and, you know, they wouldn't do anything. But I think that a lot of people would probably take that in the opposite direction. And I think that if we can utilize technology in a way to alleviate people from having to do those type of uh, jobs and instead utilize our time in a much better fashion, um, humanity is only going to move forward and get better. So that's my take. Yeah, you know, it's like, once I see the robots in the workplace, it's just like, get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to deal with this shit. I love, yeah. I love my Amazon. I love my smartphone. You know, I love my computer and shit. This is all technology and shit. Yeah. It's not a robot, but it kind of is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just can't talk to a robot. Now, you know, it's, it's I think that uh, I, I will tell you what that uh, they're uh, a company that I actually used to work for for a good number of years. Uh, Lowe's is actually introducing uh, robots into some of their stores and they're planning on moving them into more stores. And um, basically what it equates to is a giant fucking iPod on, you know. A robot that looks a lot shittier than the one from Short Circuit. And you go in and you ask it something, and then it very slowly brings you to that item. And uh, so, yeah. Very slowly. Very, very slowly. Stupid robots. (laughs) Can't you walk faster? I have to go to work 15 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was interesting. One of the one of the guys that did development for Lowe's, uh, he was being asked on, like, CNBC what he thought. Um, See, what they need to do is get the robot to get the shit and then come back to you yeah. in, like, 0.5 seconds. Yeah, that would not, yeah. Yeah, if he could do it quickly, maybe, but, uh, yeah. Run over a little kid or something. Yeah, there. I'm sure there's a bunch of other Beat shit to worry about. Beat up a Japanese guy on the way down. Um, Asian guy. But yeah, the 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 dude who developed it, he got asked, you know, what a, what did the employees think about it? And his response was essentially like, "Oh, you know what? They uh, they love it. At first, they didn't like it, but then, you know, now it's become an integral part of their workplace. And you know, everybody kind of crowds around and you know wants to see it doing its thing. And um, the uh, the host uh, had basically said that uh, they would be looking for the nearest robot crusher. And so I think that kind of dates back to what you were saying that, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, people that would be threatened by a robot would probably find a way to sabotage that robot. But I think in the end, eventually robots are going to be integrated in more and more ways um, and in less, you know, more um, beneficial ways. And I don't think we should fight that. But I think that at the same time, um, we, you know, we're not at that point quite yet, but technology is just advancing further and further at a rate that we just can't fully understand at this point. So um, it'll be interesting to see where we go. Well, and- the balance of the investment in the robot, the maintenance of the robot, and the implement implementation of the robot cost weighing against human. People. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'll tell a lot of uh, a lot of fast food restaurants are actually cutting a lot of their workforce. I believe Wendy's is one of those. Instead of having people at the register, they have you know little kiosks where you basically order and they send the orders to the back. So it's interesting. I mean, if it's um, if it's you know fiscally uh, worth um, you know putting those type of kiosks in, and you're going to get your investment back and be able to cut some of your workforce. I mean, it makes sense. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, what people think of that, how much of that that they accept, because it's going to be a very different experience. You're very used to um, a certain idea, you know, when you go into a, a restaurant or a fast food place. So, um, yeah, yeah, 
It'll be interesting. Yeah, 2030 seems a little early for me, but uh, you never know with the way Absolutely. technology progresses every year now. Yes, yes. But I, I have a hard time seeing it. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's, it's the hovercraft thing, you know. I'm still waiting like, on the hovercraft. I'll tell you what, based on that, you know, the the Back to the Future thing, um, I I always think of when I watch Back to the Future Part Two, and there's a, a point where Biff is talking to someone on the telephone, and they have a telephone that has basically like a um, a video feed of the person he's talking to, and I remember just being blown away by seeing that um, when I initially watched that movie, and now that's something that you know, fully exists and, um, you know, FaceTime is out there and it's been out there for a good number of years now. Um, I don't personally use it, but, um, yeah, you know, some of those things have happened. We haven't made it to the hovercraft yet. We can't fully guess where we're going to be, but I, we're definitely going to continue to move forward. So I'm all about having a robot slave. (laughs) If that makes sense. If I can get a robot to clean my house, cook for me, do all this menial shit that I don't have time in my day to do. Give me a hand ski. Lawn, laundry, shopping. If I can get a robot to do all that shit for me, I'm good. Yeah. The second a robot fucks up my order, that robot's getting I'm fucked gonna up. I'm fucking kill that robot. If, I if, did not want pickles on this goddamn sandwich. Nah. If I'm at the register and my change is $65.13 and you give me like 13 cents with no $60... It's getting a upper, bus driver uppercut from hell. I'm sorry. That, that head's coming off. I am going to channel my inner Bruce Lee. The head's coming off. Robot. And what are you going to do? Send security robots after me? I'm fucking them up, too. Good luck. I'm sorry. I'm not the old Asian man on United. I'm nope. fucking up some robots. It's going down. <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. Robots, keep this in mind. We love you, but at the same time, we will fuck your shit up. Don't so. send your bullshit security robots after me. I'll fuck all you up. Fuck you, robots. Also, we love you. Sponsor us. We'll sponsor you. Anyways. So all right. Uh, any next topic? On the what, topic uh, of robots. Yes. You know. Yes, yes. What do you got? Self-driving cars. Self-driving cars. Which are almost like robots in of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever driven in a self-driving car? Uh, I have not. Have you? Me neither. Uh, no, I've seen plenty of videos on them, though. Yeah, they're uh, very, very interesting. I think that this is a um, this is an area where I really, really like the idea of integration of technology. It's a robot I can get down with. Um, you know the drive, um, bitch. Thirty <laughs> fifth and Western. R.I.P. Charlie Murphy. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you know how many people die. Um, from driving, you know, car accidents are one of the, one of the biggest killers out there. So if we can take that off of our plate and instead we can have, you know, self-driving cars that are going to eliminate that, why wouldn't we fucking do that? Unless the robot cars are driving us to the Skynet facility. And in that case, I'm fucking scared. Arnold, I love you. And depending on the film, you are for or against Skynet. So you still love everybody and you're not drunk. No, no. You know what? Actually, I will say that, yeah, I... You're a very loving guy. I I, I really do love everyone. Except for when it comes to wrestling. That is true. I'm a (laughs) fucking cynic. I'm a goddamn wrestling cynic. I have been raped by bad wrestling for too long, so don't misinterpret that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. But seriously, though, yeah, I think that the self-driving car, I think it's uh, I think it's an awesome, awesome thing. And I can't wait to see it implemented because um, I don't want to have to drive my shitty 1995 Honda Accord around anymore. So if I get a fucking self-driving car to take me to work, uh, I'm all about it, man. I'm all about it. So Yeah, the self-driving car, you got to stop at the red lights. You got to stop at the stop signs, I think. Um, freeway driving is easy breezy. 
Uh, you probably have to cover no, no, girl. No, 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 yeah, exits. Is that a cover girl reference or? I don't know. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe easy it's breezy. a self-driving, it's, it's like self-driving a, car. What we used to say. Easy, work. easy breezy. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, like uh, for occupation, I'm kind of digging it because as a truck driver, it's like uh, the United States government mandates a self-driving car have a human. Oh, really? Behind the wheel. There you go. Has to have a human being behind the wheel, behind the wheel. Um, so it makes, it'll make my job easier. Absolutely. Well, the whole thing is if there's not a human in the, in the, in the thing and it kills somebody, whatever company was doing that is going out of business real quick. Yeah. Or not going out of business. The robot will definitely hit and run. That's a lawsuit and a half. He has no emotion for the people that he has killed. Okay. So you got an 18 wheel truck with 40,000 pounds of product on it and it runs over two 12 year olds. Two 12-year-old girls on the sidewalk. R.I.P. two 12-year-old girls in this analogy. So it has to have a driver there. So they can blame that person. It can't be foolproof. You know, if you're jerking off behind the wheel and you kill two 12-year-olds, you're getting the hit, not the robot truck. Yes, yes. Put your dick away while you're behind the wheel. That is not (laughs) the right time to beat your meat. No, it's not. Fucking pay attention to the road. Get in the driver's seat and do your fucking job. I will tell you what, though. That would actually be an interesting thing I hadn't thought about with self-driving cars. You could actually jerk off while you were in the self-driving car. Wouldn't be a big deal. Dude, you can have full-blown orgies in that motherfucker. Fuck it. (laughs) Get you a fucking van with that self-driving you can get about three, four strippers up in there. Have a good Fuck night. Fuck yeah. The, uh, you could uh, self-drive the bang bus. So. Ah, I'm all, I'm damn. Hell yeah. I, I pulled Dude, back in the deepest, that's gonna be darkest like, recesses in my that, mind. Once that shit comes out, <laughs> bang bus is doing the self-driving video. Bang bus, the self-driving bus edition. Coming soon. You sponsor us? We'll sponsor bang you. Bang bus, if you want to sponsor us, we will sponsor you. Coming soon. Um, you spell coming however you want to, so. All right, uh, self-driving. Right. Anything else you want to say on that, or no? But uh, you know, if uh, Tesla wants me to uh, test drive one of these bitches and throw it up on YouTube, I'm all. We will about do that. It. We will definitely test your self-driving apparatus. Um, so yeah, hook us up. I need a new car, please, 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 please. <laughs> and we won't talk shit about it unless no. it sucks. Right. Remember that I love everything and everyone. So Ray loves everything. If you give me free shit, I definitely, definitely will love you. So and Eddie is a jerk. Eddie is kind of a jerk, so yeah. All right, uh, uh, let's do a, uh, let's do a little break real quick. And break then we're gonna, ski, little break ski. We're gonna come back and then we're gonna hit the last couple topics. Don't leave. Do a little, back. Do a little wrap up. So all right, um, going to break here and enjoy the fantastic tunes that are coming into your yeah, ear holes. Yeah. All right, break, break, break. what you're thinking uh, how much you love us and how much you like us and how much you love us 
or if you hate us, uh, we will give you the wrong email address. Just kidding. We're going to give you the right one. We want to hear from you regardless of what your opinion is. We want to hear from you. Uh, first and foremost, obviously, uh, I would think this is where you're listening to us. But uh, if not, uh, SoundCloud.com, you're going to hit us up. SoundCloud.com forward slash, not backslash, forward slash, jerk of all trades podcast. That's where you can listen to us, much like you're probably doing right now. Uh, the Facebook, the Mark Zuckerberg, uh, we have talked about him in the past, maybe in the future. Uh, forward slash jerk of all trades podcast is on Facebook. Go there, give us a like, um, click that little button. We would definitely, definitely appreciate it. Uh, Twitter.com, where you will see the tweets. Tweet, tweet. Fuck uh, Tom Anderson. <laughs> I believe that's MySpace. Uh, we are not on oh. MySpace. If you're looking for us on MySpace, um, we are not there. If you're looking for us on MySpace, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, you are a time traveler. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, Twitter.com, J-O-A-T podcast. That is how you can find us on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, where we will post uh, interesting and unique and funny and possibly mundane photos, uh, is Instagram.com slash jerk of all trades podcast. Uh, YouTube, um, once again, I have talked about my hatred for YouTube, so I'm going to describe how you're going to get to us on YouTube because it's not easy. Um, it's actually easier than you think. Um, YouTube.com, go to channels, you're going to search J-O-A-T podcast, all as one word. That's how you're going to find us. Uh, we will put up all of our new episodes in a YouTube friendly format. So if you are not using SoundCloud, you can check us out on YouTube. Um, and then finally, if you want to send us those emails, tell us what you are thinking. Gmail, you got to have the Gmail jerk of all trades podcast. At gmail.com. Send us an email. Send us a Gmail. Send us an electronic mail. Tell us what you are thinking. So, uh, Jerk of All Trades, hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we love each and every one of you on the serious tip. Uh, thanks for listening and thanks for taking part of your day out to listen to two jerks you don't really know. Um, have snarky and uh, cynical comments about uh, a bunch of happenings in this world on the variety hour. So, we'll yeah. grow on you. We will give grow. us a chance. We're like a fungus. We'll make your panties wet. <laughs> we are like a fungus. <laughs> We're like a fungus in between your toes, <laughs> in your panties. We will definitely. We're like a fungus in your panties. We are jerk. Of you all, might want to go to the doctor. That's for that. uh, that might be a new catchphrase here at Jerk of All Trades. We are like a fungus in your panties. <laughs> you might, can't write this stuff. You people. might. You might want to see your gynecologist if you have been listening to the Jerk of All Trades podcast because your panties are covered. In our fungi. So we are actually pretty fun guys. So that was a really, really shitty, shitty fungus I enjoyed pun. It. That was good. There it was. Jerk of all trades podcast. Hit us Social up. media. And we're going to go to the final, final topic. And uh, I thought this was a very, very interesting one. Um, so uh, this is via space.com. There is a potential energy source for life spotted on the Saturn mood, uh, on Kaleidus. I don't know how to pronounce that properly. So, yes, Saturn's icy moon on Kaleidus, I'm going to mispronounce it again, is looking more and more like a habitable world. I believe it's Kaleides. Uh, Yeah, probably. K-E-L-A-D-E-S? Uh, no, there's no K in there. It's a C. 
Okay. Um, uh, the same sorts of chemical reactions that sustain life near deep sea hypo, uh, sorry, hydrothermal vents here on Earth could potentially be occurring within the word I can't pronounce, subsurface ocean, a new study published on April 13th in the Journal of Science Suggest. These reactions depend on a bunch of other words that I'm not going to read. So basically, I just wanted to uh, talk about that. Man, how fucking crazy would it be in our lifetimes if we actually finally uh, were able to prove or even see that there was life elsewhere in this giant fucking universe? That would absolutely be mind-blowing. Can you imagine what it would do for society if we realized that there was some... God is an alien. You're living in the matrix that is created by uh, the Greys or the Lizard People or by Donald Trump. Um, So, yeah, fucking... Uh, the Donald. Never heard of him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, he actually used to be a businessman, uh, back in the day, and uh, now he I was believe, at WrestleMania once, right? Uh, yeah, he was actually at WrestleMania a couple times. Nice. Uh, he got stunned at WrestleMania, and he shook hands with the Million Dollar Man, and <laughs> everybody has a That's price. That's his legacy. Everyone has a price. Sitting at front row, picking his goddamn nose. If there was ever a lizard person as Donald Ike would uh, suggest Donald Trump might very well be that person. So what do you think about all that? What do you think about uh, life on other planets? Fuck, we need a spaceship that spaceship that uh, gets those light years going. Um, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's it's a uh, moon from Saturn? A Saturn Correct. moon? Correct, correct. Okay, so Saturn? Same type of environment that sustains life here. How many light years to get there? Um, I don't know, three parsecs, I think, I believe. That's uh, that's uh, Star Star Wars reference. Uh, well, the, the cynic in me says that we're never going to make it in any lifetime, but I hope to be disproven. What about the parallel universe? Will we uh, make it there? The question is, have we already made it there that in a parallel universe? This, this is true. Um, it, it would be cool. You know, Rich, absolutely. Richard Branson or, you know, somebody could make that happen. Uh, NASA, if they could make it happen, they're not going to tell us about it. Uh, yeah, man, it's just stuff like this. It's hard to head, wrap my head around. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely just uh, to get to Mars or, you know, even the moon is such a, you know, it, it's it's such a issue that getting to Saturn just I can't wrap my head around it. They have they have actually they've got the rings, uh, the rings of Saturn. Doesn't it uh, take three years to get to uh, Mars? Um, three light years. Um, I believe there was a uh, there was a joke about that as a child, right? Um, something about we should have looked this up beforehand. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly how long it takes to uh, to get to Mars. Just to, to get, get there, not even to get back. But uh, to get more Milky Bars, or uh, I can't remember. I was trying to dig deep into my brain to find the uh, the childhood limerick. But uh, yeah, I think that I, I, I'm just very interested to see that if, you know, based on this, you know, what if we could actually finally prove that there is life elsewhere? Um, you oh, know? that's where you were going. With right. That. Yeah. It's not even it's not even the going there I... thing. It's more the what if there is what if there is life elsewhere in this universe? I mean, you know, honestly, this uh this universe is you endless, know, endless, infinite, and, right? Yeah, I that, absolutely believe one hundred percent there's life on other planets, right. Elsewhere. So, what if we finally, finally 
you know, get some sort of proof of that. Well, the super um, telescope is supposed to be made in 2020, right? It's supposed to be finished in 2020. Is that going to be made by the robots or the super telescope? It was. Why can't we send oh, some? Yeah. Let's send some we, fucking we really, robots we and self-driving fucking spaceships to fucking. <laughs> to yeah, just send the Saturn. fucking robots out there. Fuck it. And robots, please tell us the truth about what's going on. Uh, <laughs> as far as the Milky Way goes, I'm not sure if there's other life out there. Uh, but in other galaxies, I do believe that uh, you you would be just so ignorant to believe that there right isn't. that we're it. Yeah, it's a very ballsy, ballsy thing to think that we are it. We are the epitome of what uh what this world is. So yeah, yeah. um, send the robots out there. I don't send go. the fucking robots out to because uh, when I get there, I want to make sure I Saturn. get back. It's like you know, if I'm not back at work by Monday, there's gonna be problems. Right. I only have so many sick days. You know what? I I'll, and there's only so much oxygen in the tanks. This is very true. You know what? I've seen way too many science fiction movies. And they don't got no fried chicken out there. They, they have no. Got, they have no fried chicken. They got no burgers. They got no burgers. What the fuck? Am they I might. Gonna, they what am might I eat on Saturn. They they might actually have those. I'll tell you what. I've seen way too many science fiction movies. I've seen Alien way too many times. Uh, I have seen 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, actually, I cannot believe that somehow that was not a reference point in the Robot Overlords uh, segment. Um, Hal is definitely definitely uh, not going to go along with uh, with you shutting him down and trying to sell your burgers to you. So um, yeah, I think this is uh, yeah. Um, I would love to see where this uh, where this goes and what plays out here. And uh, when was this article posted? Uh, this was uh, this was published on uh, today. Today, the third. Today, thir- t- this is a brand new Man. fucking breaking news. So. Any other day, this would have been a good story. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's a good story today too. So uh, you well, know I what? Got overshadowed. I'll, I'll tell you what. Pretty abundantly. I uh, I for one welcome our alien overlords and. If it's not them, I welcome our robot overlords. If you welcome them, it's because they are programming you to welcome them. Um, I don't know how to respond to that. Um, it's some next level shit. I feel like you've blown blown my you know feeble my little human is? mind. My main question is... Give it to me. My question is, what do the aliens have questions about the universe? What is it that they are seeking? You know what I'm saying? If they have advanced technology... And answers to questions that we don't even have yet. What are the answers to the questions that they have? I think the biggest question that they would have is, so this, you know, you have how many people? Seven billion people in this universe. Or, sorry, universe, I believe, uh, actually meant uh, Earth. Uh, there's planet. Seven, uh, planet, I believe is the word I was looking for. You have seven billion people here. And uh, the United States is the biggest uh, power in this entire uh, planet, and um, maybe of, in the galaxy, possibly. And out of all those people, you chose this guy to lead That's you. That's not a question they would have. They already Why? know the answer to that question because they're the because overlords. because we're not very smart and we watch too much reality television. Donald J. Trump. I will not sponsor you. You could sponsor this podcast all you want. I'm not sponsoring you. Um, yeah, but you yeah, know, right? I, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna. You leave can it at write that. a check tomorrow. I would write a check, but I don't believe my ass could cash it. My ass can cash it. Eddie Brantley, 
We'll cash that motherfucker. Eddie will. Sp- Eddie. Well, the- Eddie the jerk will sponsor you on his own solo podcast. Uh, Donald already knows what's up. He yeah. knows the dealio. He already knows what's up. Yeah, that's all right. So, um, so yeah, um, the robots, the aliens, Donald Trump, somehow by hook, by crook, this world might be going the way of the Undertaker. So, Ooh. you know what? If it is Ice Age, we love each and every one of you, and we have loved you since the beginning of time before we ever existed. Climate and change ain't coming. You got nothing to worry about for I believe climate 150 change. years at least. I believe it already exists. Maybe. Yeah, uh, but let's ask Al Gore about it. Mass extinction. We're yeah. good. We're we, should, good for we should be good for right now, and that means that you will get more jerk of all trades you motherfucking right episode three fuck yeah we're gonna wrap it up we're gonna call it we're gonna say that this is it we're uh, going home bitch should uh we'll we'll hit them with the social media one more time real quick um hit us up soundcloud.com slash jerk of all trades podcast facebook.com slash jerk of all trades podcast twitter.com j-o-a-t podcast instagram.com Jerk of All Trades Podcast, YouTube.com, channels, search J-O-A-T Podcast, and Gmail, Jerk of All Trades Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Tell us what you think. Uh, SoundCloud. We, hit that play button on SoundCloud. Absolutely. Give us a like. We love you guys. Thank you guys for listening once again, and we will see you next week. We out. We are going to say goodbye. Jerk of All Trades Podcast. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Love you.